1: are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Marinci and I'm on the grows the Raging Redhead Cam, Stuart. Let's uh, do this. It's the first night in a long time that we don't have either NBA or an NHL uh, playoff game on top. but it doesn't mean we're not going to be talking about it. Um, the basketball world is still, um, still in shock after the Denver Nuggets pull off one of the biggest upsets in NBA playoff history, and you know I said it. Um, I said it on Twitter Cam. Um, but it's just factual. Like it doesn't feel like it's one of the biggest upsets ever, right? It's like the Denver Nuggets are a good, damn good basketball team. They you know they weren't an eight seed. They're not a seventeenth seed. They're an elite basketball team, very, very good. But the fact of the matter was, the Los Angeles Clippers were like minus fifteen hundred, 1500, minus fifteen fifty. 1600 uh, series favorites. So it's just factual. It's actually the third biggest NBA playoff upset in modern history. Actually, as long as we've been keeping odds and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's the third biggest upset. It was that big of an upset, Ken. They were plus 750. Oh, yeah. We talked about it and we were laughing. Remember? I've
2: like, heard <laughs> you say, did the Denver Knights have a chance? I'm like, God, I wish we could no. go back and bet, bet them the <laughs> Yeah, 7- I know. 50. But we were like, ah. Hey, hey, what say, that? Uh, that they can cover yeah, yeah. some
1: point spreads, but they're points not going to
2: really win. Yeah, hey, but yeah. I'll give you credit. Hey, that's what I do on the show. You know, I, I was, I, you know, I took the first quarter It pushed. Great call by you. Think they can actually get it done. And this Clipper team has a real problem. They have a lot of guys on the team, but they're not a functional unit. And you talked about that before. And I hate to say this, and I don't want to take swings at Doc Rivers. He is one in three. He's been in these situations with three to one leads and lost three times in his career. That's not a good track record right there. And isn't it ironic that the Denver Nuggets are the team to do it twice? The big upset versus the Seattle Supersonics with Takembe Mutombo? No, no, no. That was one of the biggest. And now this one. So the Denver Nuggets are in history with two of the biggest upsets in the modern NBA.
1: Yeah, you know, it's pretty crazy too, Ken. You mentioned Doc Rivers. So it's the third time he's blown a 3-1 series lead. And um, it's only happened now 11 times in NBA history. And so think about game? that, like, and, yeah. So oh, he's so like three, boy. three of the eleven. Mm. Yeah, oh. you know, I'd like to say if I was defending Doc Rivers, yeah, other not other his bad, fault. That, <laughs> yeah, if you've been around long enough, if you've been around long enough, you're gonna have every record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good. That's true.
3: Yeah, It's that's like true. sort of
1: like Brett Favre. It's like, oh, he's got this. Yeah, he's also thrown the most interceptions. Yes. In, most like, interceptions, like, touchdowns. Yeah, you're like, right. He's at the top yeah, of everything. The like, last 22 <laughs> years, you're sort of going to be on that sheet for a lot of things. Yeah. Doc Rivers yeah. has been around a long time. I, listen, it's fair. I think, listen, you win as a team, you lose as a team. So I think the yeah. criticism is fair all around on everybody. Kawhi Leonard uh, deserves a lot of the blame only because Hey, bro, you shook the league up. You tried to take control of the NBA. You played uh, Mr. Power Broker. You put this whole thing together, and you end up scoring 14 points uh, in a game seven, something that I would never see happen. And Kawhi got worn out by his teammates, Cam.
3: Yeah, you know what it was, too?
2: You hear what he said too. It's not like he took like any of the blame too. He's like, we need guys with better basketball IQ on this team or whatever. Like you could tell, like he's looking at these guys. He's like, what the what? what are these guys? Turkeys? Like it's you could tell he was
1: very I frustrated with his surrounding staff. I he's said a Say what you will about say what you will about <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Hey, yeah. he's a hell of a lot more focused and determined than Lou Williams is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they've got guys on their team that are good regular season guys and whatever, but they are just sort of a bunch of dudes that were thrown together. No chemistry whatsoever. True. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Merenzi. We're kicking it. It's game. Talk decisions. We've got baseball decisions to make uh, this evening on the program, and we will. uh, We continue to crush strikeout uh, props. And uh, we've got four more for you uh, this evening. Uh, Lou from Gamblu.com is going to join us. So much going on in the sports uh, world. um, It's easy to uh, forget sometimes that the UFC uh, is putting cards together every uh, Saturday. So, uh, Lou... We'll step up and in. Well, it's actually not easy to forget. We break them down every week, but a lot of them are just pretty bad. <laughs> so, you know what That's I mean. True. So we've got. We got. I don't know. This we got. A, we got a main event this week between two fighters that are like the most like unlikable. Like both dudes. Like, I, I think people are going to be cheering for like, the referee. <laughs> like, can the referee <laughs> knock them both out? <laughs> That'd be the, best. the referee comes out with brass yeah, yeah, knuckles. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, the ref turns around, shut up. Colby Covington? <laughs> oh, that guy Tymon is annoying. Woodley. Uh, I Woodley. Think,
2: who's more uh, annoying? Uh, Covington. 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 Covington's more annoying. Woodley's just disappointed. I got to say,
1: Woodley. I got to say, Woodley. It pains me to say this because I think that I don't Colby know, Covington is one of the biggest tool bags in the history of the United States of America, all right? Not, just, box. not just the he's UFC. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's worse. <laughs> but, but, he's actually pretty good. Like, Woodley talks before every fight, oh, yeah, he's going to the hospital. The, I'm going to break his jaw. And then he gets there, and he's less active than, um, you know, he's less active <laughs> than a dead frog. <laughs> like, <Sad>. he's... he's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I where that even, came from.
2: I, I thought you were going to say Richard, Richard Richard Simmons after a buffet, but a dead frog. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A dead frog. I'll tell you one thing about yeah. Woodley. I'm not betting on you that know, guy bro. ever again. When we were quarantined in my saying. house.
1: That guy took my paycheck. I'm done. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, and, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, it's been a couple of times and. Remember even last fight, he said, oh, no, this is different. I feel good now. I want to mess this guy up. It's like, yeah, yeah, I guess you sort of could if you tried. I don't yeah. know. Like Tyron Woodley, we, we always yeah. talk about giving an honest effort. Like, dude, the guy doesn't try. Like, he doesn't seem to care. And then he runs his mouth and, like, I'm done with him. I'm done with him. I agree Game time decision continues. I am uh, Gabriel Moranzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart. Lou, gamble.com oh. will join us a little bit uh, later on. Uh, we'll talk uh, NHL hockey with Lou, NFL football with Lou, UFC fighting uh, with Lou. Uh, I'll tell you what, Nico Price is uh, taking on the Cowboy, I Donald Cerrone, in the co-main event, uh, Cam. Whatever, whatever you guys are doing on Saturday night all right take uh take like the the 15 20 minutes aside and like mark it down like put that on your your cell phone alert or whatever it is that uh, people do uh now to remember things and uh, make sure to watch this fight make sure to watch this fight this fight is you know there will be more blood than a gore concert all right like uh, this is good that's a lot of blood (laughs) a lot of blood (laughs) hey said the difference is this will be real
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This
1: this, this this will be real blood. Um, yeah, Nico Price and uh, Cowboy Cerrone going to be fireworks. Um, blood will be spilled. Going to be a fun, fun, fun fight. And I I, I think Nico Price going to beat him. With all due respect, I to Cowboy too. Cerrone, man, like he's just cashing too. paychecks now. I got you know Hall of Famer guy's been around forever. Yes. Love him. Great. nice guy too. Real, real, real nice guy in yep. real life. But. Um, He's in a bad spot. Nico Price is like a banger, dude. Um I, I'm going to load up the fight here. I, I just want to get it right as far as who he fought. But I think it might have actually been, Ken, when um, when I was at the Stewart Studios. Remember Nico Price? He had one of the, the fights of the year. It was like blood, like broken bones. It was over the top, man. It was against, uh, yeah, Vince, Vicente Luque. Mm. Vincente Luque, like dude it was oh yeah that fight, it really that was, fight was amazing yes it was, it was, was one of the most violent yeah. fights ever they took a picture yeah. together after both at the hospital yeah. type thing like, <laughs> like they were like they were both dead like it was one of those like i don't know how either of you just got up like if if, if you flash back now to it remember two dudes covered in blood and remember like nico price i think i watched it with you nico price yeah. Got like knocked down, like it looked like he's out cold and he popped up like a zombie. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, this guy just got <laughs> up, man. Like it was no, it was amazing. Like he really was one of those amazing fights. I look forward to lose take uh, on this though. Is is maybe um is, is Nico Price just a little bit uh too reckless. Like Nico Price isn't the best fighter in the world, but I'll tell you what, he's damn entertaining. Um so last night, yeah, how about those Denver Nuggets? Just a ton I mean, of art. Like, How about the end of that game one of the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics? I got to tell you, Kevin, oh, you yeah. could take the Toronto Raptors, the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics, put in a hat, shake it up, and you know what you're going to get? Seven games over time. <laughs> like, exactly. It's, there's, it just is what it is. Like You know what I mean? You see it comes down to these last shots. These teams are so evenly, evenly matched. But to me – and I, I brought it up on the show yesterday, Cam, and I remember what I said, why I like Miami in the game and in the series, was their toughness. I said, my, you know, Boston are really, 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 really good, but to me, Miami just sort of had that extra little, nerd. And when there's a loose ball, the Heat are going to get it. We saw Bam with the, with the block late. Jason Tatum comes in finesse with the dunk, trying to be the hero. Yep. Band's like, no, no, you know, physical defense, step, they, they just have that little edge, but I think this, this sucker's going seven games. It's going to be a fun series, um, fun basketball game, fun night of basketball uh, last night. Boston's going
2: to live to regret it. They had Miami on the ropes, and they just couldn't get over the top there, and then Miami kept on creeping, and creeping, and creeping, and then it got close. And then all of a sudden, boom! Jimmy Butler hits a clutch shot. Say, like, hey, Boston, you guys could have won this game. Then you go to overtime, and Miami smelted. Like, okay, we get there now. Now you guys are dead. And uh, yeah, Jay it was Crowder a great game too.
1: Yeah, Jay yeah, Crowder had yeah. exactly. a massive three late. Jimmy Butler. They're you know they're just they're just tough dudes. They're they're a tough basketball team. Uh, Miami Heat. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, move, moving forward, you know, we have some really cool potential matchups. Now, I wanted to take a look at uh, this. So we're going to get into the baseball, I get into the picks and everything, but I want to get into the, the futures a little bit. Um, so, uh, just for the record, the Boston Celtics, and the Miami Heat tomorrow. Boston are two and a half point favorites. The total is 208 and a half at FanDuel. Um, Denver, Denver were getting six and a half open number late last night against the Los Angeles Lakers. It's up to seven, total 212. Once again, people aren't giving the Denver Nuggets. Uh, any chance, and they—they they can beat anybody. Like they, at this point, if you don't believe that the Denver Nuggets can beat anybody in the NBA, you haven't been paying attention to their two legendary epic comebacks at three-one. Jokic is unstoppable uh, right yeah. now. Jamal Murray. Um, is, is a stud Gary Harris They're deep Morse They've just got A bunch of dudes They're kind of Like the Heat You know what I mean Like they're scrappy But they've got the A top. little bit uh, more so Than the Heat But they are scrappy They've got a ton of heart Malone's a great coach Fun fun stuff uh, Right now Now as far as um, I want to take a look At the futures now Ken, So let me ask you Who yeah. do you think Is going to win The championship And I'll lay the odds Out here for you now and the Los Angeles Lakers are the favorites, minus 180. Yeah. Miami Heat, plus 390. Boston Celtics, plus 500. Denver Nuggets, 9-1. to one. Here's the deal.
2: What are if the you best take...
1: two bets on that board to you right now? I would,
2: say, I would say Lakers or Nuggets because I think if the Nuggets find a way to beat the Lakers, you got them at 9-1, to one and there's a lot of things you can do with that bet. I think that's actually that, – that number's inflated as well. They, they can play with anybody, exactly what you said, and they're gaining confidence. I think a team from the West is going to win. Uh, Boston and Miami, I think, are probably going to beat the living crap out of each other. The one thing is, with the Lakers – LeBron, I'll give him all the credit in the world. He's taken his team on his back. They've all been getting better. Uh, the addition of Rondo coming back is like night and day. Without Rondo, they would uh, Denver. I, I would actually bet them in the series for sure. Um, I will say this, Gabe: the Lakers are probably going to beat Denver, but those odds on Denver are great. And say they get to the finals, you're in a wicked hedge position. Nine to one,
1: very good. The odds makers still don't believe. No, they don't. Listen, I think the two best bets on this, um, uh, as far as these futures are concerned, are the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. The Lakers have looked good, but I think it's crazy. I think that's a dumb bet to lay minus 180. The Lakers are going to get all that they can handle from the Denver Nuggets. I think the Nuggets can beat them. I'm not saying they will. The Lakers have a great combo, man, with LeBron and AD. It's difficult to match up with these guys. AD's a stud, and LeBron is LeBron. Um... But to me, I think the Miami Heat are going to get to the finals. So you get them right now at plus three, uh, plus three 390. I would take Denver at plus 900 and Miami at plus 390 and hope for the best. And if they both get there, then you're laughing. I'll <laughs> tell you what, though, then I'll tell you, though, the NBA, that's what they don't want. Like, think about this. Like, uh, 2020, the bubble, the pandemic, everything. Kobe passed away this year. There's been so much that happened this year in, in the basketball yeah. world. It's hard, hard to even like compress it all. You but know what they want? What they want? Boston and LA. This with the Lakers and the Celtics. Exactly. With the Lakers winning, exactly. on Kobe's death, and like in the like the whole. And I gotta tell you, like I'll call LeBron the king if he pulls this off. If they win the championship in this setting on a neutral court. And it's funny because people are like, oh, the Lakers have had it easy. They haven't had a tough matchup getting there with the Blazers and the Rockets and now now they get the Nuggets. You play <laughs> when you games play. Yeah, you yeah. play where you play. I'm not giving it to the Lakers just yet. In fact, I think the Miami Heat uh, could I think the Heat could beat the Lakers. I don't think the Celtics would beat the Lakers, but I think the Celtics are gonna beat the Heat. So for me, the two bets would be the Denver Nuggets at nine to one and the uh the Miami Heat at uh plus three ninety. But it's going to be some fun basketball, and as we stated, you know the league wants Los Angeles and Boston uh, in the finals. They don't want Miami and Denver. I think they can live. LeBron. Denver's kind of a ratings killer. Um, you know, Jamal Murray's not mm-hmm. like a flashy dude. Jokic. Jokic is popular, but you know he's not like a ratings popular uh, type of guy. Although he might start to become one. He's. I you know, that's going to be a matchup, bro. It's going to be a matchup. Him against Anthony Davis. Oh, I That's know. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch with a trip to the NBA Finals uh, on the line. So, just to recap Lakers minus 180, Miami plus 390, Boston 5 to 1, Denver Nuggets are plus 900. We'll get to the UFC, NHL, and NFL next with Lou.
0: SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7. As our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Red volcano, raging redhead, Cam, stork Lou, Gamblu.com, ready to step up and in. Uh, just quickly, though. Uh, we've got a couple of baseball games, so let's just quickly hit this. Boston and Miami, i got to be honest, Cam, I don't want any part of this game. Uh, we lost last night with the Fish. I don't know if you're going back to them uh, tonight. It's the uh, the Red Sox and the Marlins at 640 Eastern time. And then we've got your Red Hot Cincinnati Reds uh, up at 640 Eastern as well against the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates, uh, Brubaker. Against uh, Castillo. Castillo, Red's playing real good baseball uh, right now. I do like the Castillo prop; it's over six, it's six and a half right now. But I still think uh, he can get there. And Blue's uh, going to like this. We bring him in. But what for? What about for the parlay playing pundits? Uh, yeah, that want to get the me. Reds in the first the first leg. Yeah, me too. It it's feels fun. like a nice chalky square <laughs> night. No, what Reds? Red, Yankees. Reds. Reds yeah, Yankees. Yes, yes. that's exactly what I tweeted at Reds, Yankees, a minus 107. <laughs> that's exactly what up. Loose, I no, he was oh, getting.
2: Yanke- He's giving Yankee red parlays. Oh, and I warn people, <laughs> like my last couple days, I've been in the ice cold cellar. I was on fire for a while. I had the loss with the Celtics last night. At least we got the Islanders under uh, the Tampa Bay game. That was craziness. Anyway, Gabe. We're doing it, Yankees, Reds. Please don't call us pukes. Call us pundits. Let's rock.
1: Yeah, the pundits, uh, Lou Lougamble.com, uh, oh, oh, like uh, oh, disgusting oh, right now. Oh, steps oh, up for You know, idiots.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's puke or pundits, but I think you guys need psychiatrists.
1: <laughs> well, that's that, that's that's, that, uh, that's that's a the fact. Point. That's a lot. We need, we need, we need a lot of uh, we need a lot of things, uh, Lou, that yes. end with this. Uh, but that's besides, uh, <laughs> that's, that's besides the point. That's besides. But no, no. In all honesty, just quickly on this, Cincinnati Reds are scorching right now. They're playing their best baseball of the year. They're in the playoff picture. Uh, they got Castillo on the hill here this evening against the fading Pirates. Uh, the Reds will get it done. And the Yankees are surging right now. Now it's payback for, like, people beating up Yankees for the last couple of weeks. Now they're kicking the crap out of people. And, you know, last week people were in a panic. Suddenly they, what, they won six in a row. Yeah, um, judge well, is what, back. Six, seven, yeah, they're back. They got call on the hill tonight against Tanner Roark. It's, uh, it's about minus 120. I endorse it. Cam endorses it. Cincinnati Reds, New York Yankees, Parlay. Let's get into it. Lou uh, com. Let's start off, uh, Lou, with uh, with NHL because it's just uh, you know. Let's blast through it, rapid fire, sport by sport. Islanders live to fight another day. I know you cashed the under in this hockey game. As did I, although I did uh, have Apple to close them out. But we a nice yeah. little uh, run, unders in the NHL uh, playoffs. So that's right, uh, Cam. Yeah, how much did that piss you off? I had a lot of bad beats last night. I had the Celtics. They
2: lost in overtime. Tampa Bay lost in overtime. It's one of those nights, Gabe, the old stare-at-the-wall routine. I hope it ends soon because I don't like it.
1: <laughs> staring? Lou said you we need psychiatrists. Now you're talking about staring
2: at the wall Lou looks what like
1: a psychiatrist, too.
3: Yes. our third. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he yes, is our our glad parents, I, don't. For sure. I am so glad I don't bet baseball or basketball because <laughs> I need a rubber <laughs> room, too. Uh, so...
1: Uh, Lou, what do, you, what do you make of, uh, of game six? Um, you know, the Islanders taking it a one game at a time. And, you know, if there's a team that's shown resiliency and have their backs against the wall and been left for dead a million times, it is the New York Islanders. They're playing with house money. They're plus 135. Do you see this series playing seven games?
3: Until... Tampa can prove it to me. How many years have they absolutely looked the part only to come up short and find a way? Meanwhile, you got the little engine that could in the New York Islanders with Barry Trotz, who, oh, by the way, coached the Capitals out of a one-three a one, hole some years ago. So he knows he can do it. And his players know that he can do it as well. Islanders here, and I think until Tampa can prove that they got guts, they're gutless. (laughs) Strong words. Strong words, Ken. Nothing worse than a zigzag.
1: Nothing worse than a zigzag and being on the wrong side of the zigzag in which you played the Islanders a lot, you jump on the Lightning. Now what do you do in game six? Because you better get it right, otherwise you're not going to be staring at the walls. You're going to be putting your fist through walls.
2: I agree, Gabe. And the worst thing is, you know, I wanted to take the Islanders <laughs> too, but that's what happens when you're on tilt. You play games with yourself, yeah, right? You like, taking, what am I doing? Thinking, yeah, what, yeah. what am I doing? Like, why am I betting Tampa Bay? The Islanders are tough. They can come back here. And, you know, that's what happens when you're just like, you know, you're not winning bets. You start freaking out. I got to calm down. But I still think the, I still think Tampa Bay's a better team, Lou, but the Islanders, the thing is, it's hard to bet against them because of their work ethic. And the one thing they do that Tampa Bay doesn't is, the Islanders can wear you down. They play that very aggressive style. It's not pretty, but it's ugly hockey, and it works in the playoffs. Talk to the St. Louis Blues. They play the exact same type of thing. The only difference is the Blues defensemen were a little bit bigger and stronger, but the Islanders' forwards bury you. They hurt you. And every possession, you're gonna feel it. That's the thing. Tampa wants to play too much of a finesse game. They can be tougher, and until they get tougher, I probably have to go back to the Islanders.
1: One thing I'll be going back to, Lou, it is the under. You know, we rode yeah. the under in the Dallas-Vegas series, and we're going to continue to write this. For the Islanders to be successful, it's a low-scoring game. And quite frankly, I, I, it's not I, like Tampa's lighting the lamp either right now. Give me the under five and a half. I'll, I'll lay the juice for the, to get that extra half, five and a half. Uh, but I think I'm going to play the under again. I,
3: I completely agree with that thinking. And the the one thing that I'll add to the complexity of series now is that who's loosey-goosey? And who's feeling pressure? <laughs> I mean, everybody, everyone knows. Tampa's Tampa. in the world on their shoulders now.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Islanders have no pressure on them whatsoever. All right, um, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Thursday night uh, football. That's the game. I don't know if you're betting it, uh, Lou, but I don't know what, what your take is on this game or on week two of the NFL. What was your assessment of week one? One thing I'll just throw out here right now, it's like um, you know you're in you know you're in real estate, uh, Lou. Yeah, you know, I'd rather buy I'd rather buy land on a toxic dump that's been like poisoned uh, by acid that was an Indian burial ground than uh, lay six and a half points with the Cleveland Browns. So, <laughs> You have any places with asbestos? You have any places with asbestos? <laughs> Give me asbestos I'm and can clean asbestos. No matter. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, no, like I'd rather like sleep on asbestos, like a bed of asbestos, and lay money on the breath. What's your take, Luke?
3: My cake my take is I got a lot of land down here for you. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, also, on a serious side. Listen, uh, week two, more than any week, is all about the overreaction. And you have to be willing to take advantage of the overreaction. You know, I'm, I quote uh, uh, the look-ahead line here all the time. There are so many overreaction games on this sheet. This week, even though there's some overreaction uh, towards uh, away from Cleveland, meaning they look ahead with seven, now they're down to six, Um I think just by the eye test, I like what I see out of Cincinnati, and, and I don't know how you can take Cleveland uh, lay in a key number. If, if uh, there's so many good games and opportunities, that's not one I would choose to try and get involved with the side with. However, when the lines broke, the over-under was 44, and I took the under 44. I think that the defenses are going to be ahead of two inept young offenses And you got a first-year coach trying to get it together in Cleveland with a recipe that doesn't seem to mix. And you have a second-year coach in Cincinnati with a rookie quarterback. So I like the under in the game.
1: Only one new coach won. And you know what? Good point that you, Ray, but um, I like Cincinnati in a sense. You know They have a new quarterback, but the coach is there for the second year. It's a little bit different than Cleveland, especially in this shortened season. Uh, guys, um, only Ron Rivera won. It ended up going one and four with new coaches. Ron yep. Rivera's Washington football team was the only team to win. uh lost uh, Cleveland. Uh, Joe Judge, Judge. lost. Didn't, none of them covered. Joe Judge didn't nope. cover. Matt Rule came close to covering with Carolina. Came McCarthy. close to covering. Uh, McCarthy. Boss. Ron Rivera's the one who lost. The one, and you know, and you talk about the eyeball test, uh, Lou. I bet on Cincinnati in week one against uh, the Chargers, end up getting the push. Um, But I tell you what, Burrow doesn't look out of place. You know, like, already he looked like an average quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, he looked like, yeah, he's a guy that's been there, you know what I mean? But he's got the enthusiasm. You can see he ran for the touchdown. His lineman ran down the field, picked him up. You can tell there's an enthusiasm. And let's be real, it's only week two right now, guys. Joe Mixon's not hurt yet. A.J. Green's not hurt yet. Boys not hurt yet. They actually have talent. They've got some talent. Yeah. Like uh, they're the Think about this team, too. But there's an enthusiasm yeah. and a talent factor. Ken Joe Burrow's first Thursday nighter in state. The kids from the state. This is the biggest game of his life. You know, I, I, I'm including the championship. Now every new game is the big game. Give me the six and a half with the stripes. I agree. And another thing is, guys,
2: let's remember this. Joe uh, Joe Mixon fumbled for the first time in like 600 attempts. It was insane. That was in the red zone, too, led to Charger points. They stopped the Chargers every single time in the red zone field goals. They were fantastic. Cincinnati's defense did their job. Also, A.J. Green, offensive pass interference, could have gone there. And the kicker who shanked that ball uh, coming up lame with that injury. Cincinnati should have won that game. I will take them against the Browns. And I'll tell you something, Odell Beckham and that bad attitude, it's a cancer on that team. They're going to start fighting each other probably by the end of that Cincinnati game.
1: Over under Baker Mayfield remaining a starting quarterback in the NFL. Maybe this year, I uh, yeah. probably next yep. year. I'll say going into Maybe next yep. year and then this coach will get fired and then Baker will be gone. It'll be a new regime in Cleveland in two years. UFC next with Lou
0: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
1: uh, continues i am uh, gabriel moranzo we're kicking it with uh, raging red hat cam stewart and uh, lou gamloo.com uh, It's come to our attention, actually, uh, that uh, Lou's take on Browns-Bengals game has been biased. I was wondering about that orange. I was wondering about your jersey, the color of your shirt. It's it kind of is suspiciously like the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> you like an old school Browns fan, Luke? <laughs> Is that a Jim Brown? You got like pictures of Jim Brown behind you there? I'm trying to see. it. Yeah, I
3: do. I do. I yeah. I got. I got. You really I got, do. I got, huh? I got Jim Brown, uh, Namath, Nicholas. I got some greats. I got. I'm a big uh, autograph guy. I got a Clemente baseball card collection. I, I got some stuff. I you know when I was a kid, I was a fan of the uh, the
1: Bernie Kosar era. That was a that was a good oh, era too, yeah. uh for, for the, the Cleveland uh yeah, Cleveland Brown, of course. Yeah, we're just you know, they're talking about the fumble, the drive, the mistake by the lake. Yeah, and you know, I just don't think Mayfield's the answer. We we can go on and on and on about this. I just think the point spread's a little high uh in this uh football game. Even if Cleveland wins, are they really winning by seven points, guys? Come on. You're getting six and a half right now. Uh Okay, quickly, before we go to the UFC, Lou, uh, we got to pick up the pace because we could talk all night. But uh, before yeah. we go to the UFC, anything else in the NFL? Do you like anything this week, week two, uh, one game, catch your eye?
3: Uh, I- I'll say that I think there's going to be a lot of points in Minnesota and Indianapolis. You're playing in a dome. Uh, Minnesota can't cover anyone in the backfield. I think Indianapolis has some great wide receivers. That's a 48, maybe 48 and a half now. If if, if you had a, a gun to my head for the biggest overreaction of the week, give me Philly. I
1: like, like that to minute. I like the mini, uh, mini over angle with Indianapolis. Their cornerbacks, big concern. I didn't realize um, what a concern it was going to be. They really had problems. Phillip Rivers will, will throw for a million yards, a couple of interceptions. You're right. It'll put Minnesota in good field position. Kirk Cousins will have a better game. They'll be more aggressive. Minnesota's got to get more aggressive with their play calling, too. Yeah, like, really. You can't be down and put to, by 20 points there in Rodgers and run the ball all the time. they got to figure that out. But, uh, all right, let's get into the UFC. Uh, I said earlier, Lou, Cowboy Cerrone and Nico Price. I told people, like, uh, tuning in, watching, and listening, and shout-out to our radio affiliates uh, nationwide. I said, even if you're not a UFC, hardcore UFC fan – Whatever you're doing on Saturday night, whatever you're watching, check, you know, tune in. Not even the main event. Tune in to Cowboy Cerrone and Nico Price because I was talking about the Nico price uh, Luke fight uh, earlier. Remember that, Lou? Great stuff. Reminded me of the Korean zombie and Larry Garcia, old school days. That was one of the best fights ever. But, and I know it wasn't technically a great fight, Lou, but they remember, man, they were bathed in blood, beating the crap out of each other. And I don't know, the toughness that both those guys showed, great fight. So I don't see how Price and Cowboy Cerrone don't put on a freaking show, Lou. Um,
3: I, I tend to agree with that. Uh, Cowboy is a crazy guy, and he's crazy because he's willing to do anything. Price is a crazy guy because he's stark looting, crazy mad. Uh, in this <laughs> fight, uh, I... Um, I think this, this is an interesting dynamic because Cowboy doesn't do well against guys that take it right to him, that are bigger, that bully him and push him backwards. Yeah. That's exactly what Price is going to want to do. That said, uh, Price doesn't do well with guys that can weather his storm and remain calm and cool like Luque did and eventually just beat the bejeebies out of him as he did two, two different occasions. I just don't see Cowboy at thirty seven, thirty eight being able to stand up to the to the firepower or the size of Price. It's not a fight I'm betting, but I, I think Price is the worthy favorite.
1: I agree. I agree. I think uh, it's it's a good stylistic matchup uh, for for Price. I don't know, you know, and you gotta always gotta respect uh, Cowboy. But I think the price, pardon the pun, actually, I didn't even mean to say that, but the price is the price. right, Cam. Yes, the price exactly. is right on Price. Like, it's not it's, fair. it's not one of these, like, oh, man, the guy, going to win, but it's minus 240. You know what I mean? I don't want to like that. Like, Fox it's 55. one of those deals.
0: Yeah, and right. it's
1: going up. It's going up. Like, uh, I think people are starting to jump on this. I think Nico Price wins. So, Lou, we brought up earlier that I don't know if you can have a main event between two more unlikable people, besides Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, maybe. But, like, like you know, but Woodley and Covington, like I said earlier, I said people would be pulling for the ref. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the referee, like a referee turned around and started like knocking them and like, stuff like yes, that. Exactly. Yeah, it's like just shut up. Like with the both <laughs> fight, just both of you, like for like you, God. You. But what about this fight? We were talking about Woodley. I've been burnt by this guy. I used to be a Woodley fan and backer, but all he does is hawk, dodge fights, and then when he shows up, he doesn't fight anymore. He used to be great. He's not anymore. I don't know, like, if it's, you want to talk about going to a psychiatrist, a sports psychiatrist, you know, like, I don't know if he's got the yips or he's scared to pull the trigger or whatever it is. I can't bet on this guy, but I was surprised to see that Covington was such a big favorite. What's your take?
3: Um, just to assess that the fighters as fighters, because I agree with you that both of their sticks are tired. Um, I believe Covington should be every the favorite that he is. But let's not forget that Woodley's 38 and a half years old. He can't fire anymore. And even in his heyday, he couldn't fire and wasn't very active then. He has a sturdy wrestling uh, takedown defense, and he relies on big power. And uh, we haven't seen the power in a while. And we saw it last. It was against Robbie Lawler. Uh, Covington, on the other hand, has chosen the stupidest, sickest shtick to go to make himself famous in this era today. But he's he's made it work. Now, Covington, the fighter, he is is younger by seven years. He's a world class wrestling background, and his striking is fast. Uh, Precision-based and non and and ever coming, meaning he's he uses high high volume, his pressure and his unrelenting nature is going to take this fight to Woodley. And Woodley has two choices in this fight. He, he George Masvidal can train with him, but George Masvidal can't fight for him. Woodley's going to have to show up in the first round and and go out and try and win this fight by expending energy, or he is going to just completely shell up and not be able to get off again in either case like most rational people see a covington decision i see a covington finish here because i believe woodley now knows he has to go out and try and make a fight he won't be able to do it with his cardiovascular and covington's going to be too much and he's going to submit him Gab, what's your uh what's your feeling you're just done with woodley after last time yeah I'm with
2: uh, Lou, and the only way could have to have the fight is you got to take it maybe inside the distance, Gabe, or uh, you have to put it in a parlay. But even at that number, at 300 and change now, you know, you want to keep the parlays under, like, two bills, so they get they, they get a plus number. So I don't know what you're going to do, put a three-fighter three, three fighter parlay together, or I can ask you guys, what's the best way to attack it if you like Covington? So t- to turn the- it into something, because it's... Inside
3: the distance, yeah, that's inside what we'll the do. distance plus two seventy-five. That's that's my bet. Like inside
1: the move. distance, says uh, Lou. All right, Lou. Uh, what about the prelims? Uh, the Andre will fight is, is is intriguing to me, but he's a minus two thirty favorite uh, there against Erwin Rivera. Uh, we got uh, Jerome Rivera here too um, uh, against Tyson Nance. So, what do you what do you make of uh, the prelims? Any of these uh, fights uh, interest you?
3: I chose to focus on 175, 170-pound 170 fighters and above because this is the last small cage event. I want the big bangers in there. So there's not a lot that uh, in the undercard that fits that bill. I will say that Randy Costa, uh, a young 22-year-old phenom that's had a chance to train in Florida, I-, I believe he's getting pushed to the limelight maybe a little too quick. He's going to tower and have huge reach and length over this short, stubby uh, uh, chainsaw that he's going to fight in Journey News, but Journey Newsom has been in with a little bit better competition. He's he's stocky, and if he can weather the first round storm from Costa, I like Newsom, and Newsom's a slight favorite. Other than that, uh, I love big boys on the main card. I think Spawn is going to walk Johnny Walker down, and and I I like Spawn as an underdog. I like mearshart 85 pound fighter i like him to give chimay everything he can i like that fight over and i like Meershard as a plus 350 or better dog uh and those would be my uh those would be my angles for this card
1: lou gamblu uh, you can follow him on twitter at Gamble, and uh, you can check out his website gamble.com. lou it's always a pleasure sir uh thanks a lot for uh, for taking the time to be with us. We're looking to buy some land in the, in the desert hey. in Arizona. We're definitely calling you. I Where I, I appreciate
3: you. it guys and good luck to everybody. Have a great week. There's Lou, Lou.
2: Our Captain realtor Realcore friend. Yeah. Caper. I like he's got he's got his bestest land for us. That's great. He goes, "Yeah, come on down. I got a lot of it." Yeah, I got I got a lot of land with some toxic
1: toxic problems. Okay. Sounds good to me. Cheap, cheap. You know, it's, fun- <laughs> it's funny, though, because the um, the Browns and the Bengals game kind of does suck, but now that it's actually approaching, I'm kind of getting fired up to lay it down on the me Bengals. too. I'm ready to lay it down. I they're like gonna, it. They're going to cover If they lose, they'll I hope lose so. a heartbreaker field goal. I think they win outright. Like, who would you rather have, Joe Burrow or Baker Mayfield? I'll take Burrow already. Oh, Joe Burrow. I'll take Burrow. Give me the Bengals in this game. I think they're going to win outright, actually. And if they don't, they'll win, like, 13-12, some weird score, low score, and ugly game. But I think they can win this game. Cleveland, you can't lay points with Cleveland.
2: It's insanity. Cleveland's mentally fragile. And see what happened in that Baltimore game, Gabe? They're lingering for a bit. The minute they got down more than two possessions, they quit. That team's got a lot of guys that you do not want on their team. Talented guys, but also sulkers and guys who are cancer to the other players on the team. They need to totally rebuild in Cleveland. They got too many rockheads on that team.
1: So, where where is um, he going to end up? Odell Beckham? No, Odell no. Baker Mayfield? Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield is going to end up at Spring County <laughs> Mall signing autographs next to Johnny Manziel. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm That's Baker I'm Mayfield for Enterprise
2: Rent A Car. Hey Marty Brodeur, you left your Stanley Cup in the car. Oh, th- th- thanks, Baker. Uh yeah, um, what do we got here? Yeah, I think Odell Beckham, what's a good spot for him? I don't know. The um you no know, you know there's not a lot of teams the that aren't the guy. The probably. team
1: I got it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the team that if if you're serious about winning, you do it right away. You do it now. San Francisco 49ers. You yeah, got they got banged defense. up receivers. You got a great, yep. you got You got no talent. Like, you better do something. I know Shanahan's a genius and all this, but you better do something. You pay Jimmy G all that money, you better give him something to throw the football to, and you've got a lifeline here right now. You've got a lifeline. And you know what? John Lynch was interested in him before. Before he ended mm. up in Cleveland, San Francisco. Remember A.B. wanted to be on San Francisco, and San Francisco yep. wanted no part of it. They were smart even back then. They were like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. A.B. doesn't fit in here. And A.B. was even tweeting pictures of himself in Niner jerseys, and Lynch never bit. But he did try to get Odell. Odell Odell's not crazy like A.B. You know what I mean? Yeah. Odell will show up to the game. Like, he's not He's not a bad guy, Odell. But it's not a good fit in Cleveland right now. Yeah.
2: But the front runner, the guy.
1: ruler is right now, Kev, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm.
2: It actually makes sense, too. It does make sense. They need you that thing on the Rogers other side with of Adams and helps Rodgers Exactly. And Adams always gets hurt. That actually makes a lot of sense. San Francisco and Green Bay are two good locations. I agree.
1: All right, so we'll get into our uh, best bats plays of the day, baseball. Well, U.S. Open golf talk, too. Don't forget, we're going to hit yes. that in the second hour We've had a lot of fun in the first hour of Game Time Decisions. We're going to transition into in-game live in a couple of minutes. Me and Cam, we're going to get into the U.S. Open. Uh, we'll, we'll go through everything. We'll go through the props, finishing positions, matchups, nationalities, uh, you name it. All right? Defendu's got it listed. We'll break it down. We'll run the gauntlet. We're going to be with you for a couple of more hours. Uh, tonight, we've got Major League Baseball. Tomorrow will be a football night, NFL uh, football Uh, Tomorrow night, Cincinnati Bengals and uh, the Cleveland Browns, Odell Beckham Jr., reportedly it's for real this time. Remember last year, he was telling people, and it was true too, you could see, he was talking to players on the other team. So when he would line up on the sideline, he would look over and he'd say to the coach, he'd be like, save me, man, come on, man. (laughs) <laughs> bring me here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he would tell players to tell – he would tell DBs, tell your coach and stuff, i would all play here if they want. If I, You know what I mean? He would do it with good teams. Cleveland knew he was doing it too, right? So, I'm yeah. saying he's not a bad guy, but at the same point in time, like, who does that, right? Who tells the coach on the side of the other team? Come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's some, like, Little League stuff. That happened to me that's when I played. So cool. I used to – I was a goalie. One of the team from our arch rival coach actually came up to me and my grandfather in the parking lot after and said, What do you play for this team for, man? You know what I mean? Why don't you, uh, you know, why don't you, you know screw these guys and join us? And <laughs> and like, uh, it's amazing, Odell Beckham, o- Odell Beckham. You know, you're hearing about the Packers uh, being rumored. That would make sense. San Francisco to me would make the most sense, but I think Seattle are so stacked. But what are we doing at seven? We'll get into this. Any baseball coming up right now? We'll hit it on the other side as well in game live. But uh, we got the uh, we got some strikeout props. Give me Degrom over the number, uh, Cam. I like the uh, Degrom over eight and a half, Savali over four and a half, and Lester over three and a half. But that's coming up. What do you got now?
3: Yeah,
2: I'm going to take a shot with the Minnesota Twins plus 134, and we got the Yankees in that parlay with the Reds, Gabe. And uh, going to go back to the Royals tonight. If Singer can't get it done, uh, then we got a problem.
1: In-game live coming up with us.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.